all, thanks for joining us on the Cream of the Crop podcast dedicated to agriculture. We talk to top leaders, share top ideas, and discuss top trends and products. We get to the heart of ag and put the issues on the table. Welcome to the Cream of the Crop podcast. Today we have Margaret Dominguez, who's the Food Safety and Compliance VP at Solely Organics, which is the nation's most commercially advanced indoor ag company, and I've actually gotten to go there on a trip, and I was super blown away. So, hey, Margaret, how are you? Hey, Bristol. I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I know we've caught up at a few shows we've been at at the same time, but so excited to kind of just dive deeper into your story and solely organic story and hear a little bit more about it. Yeah, sure. I mean, thank you for having me. I'm super excited about um, this chat today. Yes. Okay. So the first thing we'll probably talk to just for listeners to know, I know that solely organics is maybe a new name for people. It was formerly um, Shenandoah Growers. So they may be a little bit more familiar with that. Can you tell us about solely organics as a company and then your role there? Sure. So, um, Solely Organic was uh, founded about 30 years ago in um, Shenandoah Valley. That's where the original name came from, the Shenandoah Growers. And over the past 30 years, I mean, our company uh, grew, and currently we have 12 different facilities across the United States. Seven of them are growing operations, and we keep adding more. So, there's a lot of, you know, adventures in front of us. Um, but like you mentioned, uh, last year, our company changed name from Shenandoah Growers to Solely Organic. Um, solely derived from the Latin word for soil. Um, so that kind of gives you an, um, a hint of, you know, our growing system. We actually are growing in soil, which differs us from other um, growing operations that are indoors. That's awesome, too. It's definitely good to hear that there's more sites. You know, you guys are growing and expanding. And, you know, every time I see you in the stores, I'm like, oh, I got to pick that because I know them. But I did want to touch really quick on the fully organics is an, so it's organic soil and that's your growing system like you talked about. And it's all indoor, which is another thing that is up and coming and new to the industry to, to be recognizing these indoor growing facilities. But your role as the VP of Food Safety and Compliance, that's probably mm-hmm. a role that most people in the industry are familiar with, right? Most operations have someone like you. So what does your day-to-day role look like at, like, Solely Organics as the Food Safety and Compliance VP? Yeah, so it's actually very interesting because, I mean, I have a background in food safety, and, and uh, I am in food safety uh, kind of world for many years. However, mm-hmm. you know, beginning of my career, I was more um, in manufacturing world. I was in meat processing, uh, then moved to bakery. And about five years ago, I moved to, at the time, Shenandoah Growers, which is, um, again, more f- fresh product industry. So that was kind of like a shift for me. I, I can say that because, um, again, a little bit different regulations, uh, different requirements, um, so it was definitely a great learning experience for me, and I keep learning every day. <laughs> so uh, I would say that every day it's different. I mean, there, there's just so much going on, especially, like I said, with um, our growth of the company and, and building new facilities and opening new operations, uh, but also maintaining the current food safety program that we have and organic uh, program that we have implemented over the years and improved over over the years. So, um, like I said, every day it's 
definitely not boring. <laughs> There's always something new. Uh, we also work with a lot of uh, suppliers. So uh, my department also oversees um, compliance of um, different farms that we um, still purchase products from. Our goal is to grow as much as we can ourselves. Um, but as of right now, we still have to um, procure some of some of the fresh herbs from other farms. So, like I said, we have to still oversee that. So there's a lot of going on on a daily basis. <laughs> it sounds like you probably have a ton of extra time on your hands, right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I do want to, I do want to acknowledge just that um, you had no produce experience before five years ago, and now you're a VP of a major company. And so there's a lot to be said about that. I think the produce industry as a whole is so welcoming. Um, and so encouraging to those that, that haven't worked in the industry before. Um, I think a lot of people have mm -hmm. that story. So go you for doing that. And I think that led to now you're in um, IFPA's Food Safety Immersion Program. And I don't know about you, but have you felt like that's just like taking your education to the next level, like being in that group? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, again, I think one of the reasons why I um, applied for the program was was you. <laughs> you know, speaking with you and, and Kristen, Kristen um, and many others that uh, were part of class one and class two um, and just getting the um, all positive feedback about the networking opportunities and just the educational and learning experiences that you guys went through. It was just no brainer. I mean, I thought it was just a great opportunity for me to um, deep dive more into the uh, fresh product industry and meet as many people as I can to have that network networking opportunities and um, just learn from one another. Being new to food safety when I started at Highland three, almost four years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I need people to call because I do not know what I'm doing, right? That's yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. So I think I, I'm just First off, proud of you for doing that, and just the the footmark that you have on the industry has just been so cool. Um, but let's go back to talking about solely organics, and I really don't want to miss this because I think there's so much value in the fact that you guys are kind of paving the way for a new way of farming. Um, so tell us more about like what makes solely organics different from the rest. Of course. So I think, you know, there's a few things that I, you know, we can talk about. So definitely, you know, our growing system. So that's something that is different than other um, CEA locations that, um, or facilities or companies, uh, which is the Control Environment Ag, right? So again, our system is based on soil. Um, we are, you know, a little bit different than any other um operation that grows in more uh, water-based systems like hydroponic, right? We're close to that, but still we're trying to grow in soil because that's where we can grow plants that are more healthier and more um, fresh and we can deliver a better quality to our customers. Mm -hmm. um, another aspect is that we're organic certified. So because we can grow in soil, um, we can be organic certified. And that, again, that's you know, a whole list of benefits um, that comes with organic uh, products, right? Sustainability, environmental um, conscious, um, mm -hmm. you know, no synthetic pesticides or fertilizers, um, which does bring me to another point is, you know, our fertilization system. Um, so as we know, plants need food, right? So the yeah. best 
thing for plants is, of course, nitrogen. So our uh, proprietary fertilization system creates a natural nitrogen. So again, that helps us eliminate the, all the synthetic um, chemicals um, from the system. So our plants are, again, best quality, um, very fresh, um, you know, health, healthy um, and flavorful. So a question I had on that, the organic certification, because you grow in soil. So is it not common for indoor facilities to be able to be certified organic? I don't think there's many. I think we are one of very few that are organic certified. Um, I know some of the hydroponic operations are certified organic, but I know it's very, uh, it's, mu it's much harder for them. Um, even from the growing standpoint, um, it's just the way how the nutrients are being applied to the roots of the plants. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, sometimes it's just hard, very hard to manage that growing uh, part if you have that root that's completely open to water versus some type of media that the plant can grow into. Thanks for that insight. I had never even thought about that before. So that's, yep. that's really um, a great thought to think through. And it's really got my wheels turning now, but I think the difference <laughs> talked about, I I know that something we hear a lot in the food safety world and really just in the ag space right now is this commitment to food safety culture. Um, right. With the differences of fully organic, is there a, a secret sauce, if you will, or a special way that you are, the fully organics is committed to food safety culture? Like, how, how does that look different there? And like, what is your day-to-day tasks and making sure that you guys have that food safety culture and even if you'd like to talk about for listeners that may not know that hot word what that even means for you guys sure so again i think you know food safety culture has to come from from the top right so we have to have the support of our leadership and we have that support laid out in our food safety policy um, so this is something that's always uh, reviewed and updated on on annual basis, and it's being distributed to all our teammates. So everybody's aware, what is our food safety culture? What are our expectations from every single teammate uh, within SOLI organization? Mm -hmm. um, you know, every new teammate is trained from day one, right? Mm -hmm. We have uh, our orientation that covers you know, of course, food safety and also other aspects like HR or safety aspects of, of the work environment. Cool thing that we did um, two, three years ago, we uh, really wanted to involve our teammates in, into the food safety culture and make sure that they understand what does it mean. And so we came up with like a contest for food safety slogans. We had one of our teammates in our Bowersville, uh, Georgia location that came up with, and that was voted the best food safety. Uh, it's a big deal. We made uh, a banner with that and t-shirts for all teammates that is a constant reminder uh, on the back of the t-shirts that, you know, food safety is a big deal for us. This year also invested in um, a learning system, Alchemy. So, um, our training program is definitely evolving too. So we have a monthly training that all the teammates across the company have to uh, complete. And everybody's empowered to speak up. And um, mm -hmm. if they see that something is going on, they have the right to stop the line. They have the right to, you know, pause the operation and um, fix the problem. So that empowering and encouraging teammates to that they have, their voices can be heard. I mean, that's, I think, um, the best that we can do for our uh, operations in our product because you know we cannot I cannot be at the facility 24 hours 
a day, right, and see every single plant, how it's grown or how it's harvested or how it's packed. That's how we have all, all those teammates' eyes looking at it every single day and making decisions for the product to make sure that, again, everything when we deliver to our uh, customers is the best quality and food base. You know, awesome. I think some things I wanted to pull out of that, what you said, because you just said so many great things that I would like mm-hmm. to unpack a few of them, um, is the importance of it coming from the top down. So tell me a little bit about, and I have like four other things jotted down that I want to talk about. <laughs> but tell me about how that was navigated at Fully Organic. So was that something that you came in and you were like, hey, I need this to come from, you know, the executive team down? Or was that something that Fully's been dedicated to since the beginning? No, I, I feel that definitely there was something that Soli was always, and that previously Shenandoah was always dedicated to, to food safety. We just, you know, food safety culture or food safety program, this is something that always evolves. This is nothing that you just, you know, come up with, with a slogan and one day, okay, we're going to be committed to food safety. No, this is a constant improvement, a constant um, evolving um you know, program and, and mm-hmm. um, expectations. So, you know, from year to year, we, we just, you know, raising our bars and, and just, you know, over the years, we got where we are right now. And that doesn't mean that we are done, right? There's still a lot of work that we have to do um, and keep evolving, which is exciting again. Yeah, that's so exciting to hear about. Certainly for folks like us that kind of geek out over food safety stuff, it's like <laughs> evolving and becoming more is just really exciting. I think with your involvement with IFPA and other organizations, like you get to see that not only firsthand in your operation, but legislatively, association-wise, like you're seeing food safety move and evolve from the top down in our country as well as at your operation. That, that has to be a cool process. I think that was one of my favorite parts about being in that immersion mm-hmm. program was being able to like have a voice in not only the operations I work with, but also in the governmental agencies that are putting these requirements out. It's so important that they hear from educated food safety professionals on the implementation of these things that they're passing, you know, for us to follow. Something that um, that made me think of was just the the empowerment that you were talking about and having your teams be able to be empowered and educated enough to know that if I'm a line operator and I see something wrong, I have every right to say we're stopping the line because something's not right here because ultimately that's going to save the whole business, right? We want to absolutely stop mm-hmm. as soon as they're happening and as soon as uh, an employee sees something so it's great that you guys have such a uh, empowerment um, in your your workplace, and I've seen that firsthand being up there. There's not a single mm-hmm. person there that was like timid or or afraid to speak up, or you know, it was very, it was very, it was like a camaraderie of just like we are dedicated to <laughs> produce the safest food that we can, and that was really encouraging yeah. to see. For your training programs, I did want to ask a lot of our listeners are like growers, packers, and shippers of produce, so. Mm-hmm. The training programs, how have you developed that? Do you outsource some of that? Or how is that process? Because I'm sure that's something that falls on, on your plate to make sure that everyone is trained and what they're being trained on. How have you, like, navigated that training process? Absolutely. So, I mean, again, over the years, our training program, um, mm-hmm. you know, evolved from, you know, we started with a simple PowerPoint presentations and putting something together, yeah. um, you know, Googling it up and looking for resources and, um, you know, information that we can, you know, uh, put on, on the presentation the, the, in the way that our teammates 
could understand and kind of relate to their daily um, tasks, right, and daily responsibilities. Um, like I mentioned, you know, this year we've invested in um, the learning uh, management system, Alchemy, and um, that system provides a lot of great uh, courses that are already built in, uh, and they are um, produce-oriented. Um, so that, again, helps us uh, with standardization and make sure that if I am here in Virginia or I have a teammate in Duval, Washington, everybody's listening to the same message. Uh, yes. There's no, um, you know, differences. There's no um, kind of different messaging that's being sent, right? Because, again, even if you have a PowerPoint presentation, not everybody's a great speaker. Maybe it's not being yep. presented the way like it should. Um, so having that system that delivers the same message across the company, um, the standardized message, and the great part, too, about it is that it's, um, you know, in the language that the team can understand. So the system allows us to, you know, utilize, you know, Spanish or Vietnamese language um, that, you know, our teammates are speaking. So that's, again, um, a plus. I love that you said the same message. I think it happens way too often in the professional world yeah. that messages are changed depending on who they're coming from, even if it's the same tool they're looking at, right? The, mm -hmm. the interpretation can be so different. So having that implemented, yeah. like you said, from the top down, like from you guys down, and ensuring that the messaging is the same everywhere is going to ensure that the decisions that are made are the same. And I think mm -hmm. that is often overlooked in a lot of produce businesses and businesses as a whole is like you could have a very small five-acre operation and somebody at one side of the farm is doing something totally different than the other, you know. I did want to point out just when you were talking about implementing this, Solely Organic is so dedicated to technology and implementing um, new tools to better equip their employees and also their operation. I know you guys are a customer of ours. You use Highland Hub. Yeah. So also like the training program you were talking about and then being in your facility and just like just seeing all the things that you guys are doing when just even mixing fertilizer and, and making the, 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 you know, I know a lot of that proprietary on like your, your secrets there, but the process, mm -hmm. so mechanics, there's so many mechanics and so much equipment involved. How has that gone like for you guys? Like has it always been just like we're dedicated to implementing technology when we see its benefit or is there like a, a method for that or you know how do you guys navigate implementing new technology no i mean this is a great uh, great question Bristol. so again we are really passionate about you know leveraging that the best again what's in the nature and applying the latest technology right and that helps us um, ensure that the customers are receiving the freshest healthiest and most affordable organic product possible with the technology we are able again like if you saw our facility it's like a manufacturing facility right so um, we are able to consistently consistently deliver deliver quality product which that's what customer wants right without technology if you have um, you know just manual work or um, a lot of variables I mean you won't be able to get that consistency. So that's why the technology and um, uh, managing the, the environment where where the product is grown, it just helps us develop, again, the best quality and the freshest and healthiest product um, that we can deliver. So for you guys, you know, you have a big goal. You have a huge goal of, you know, feeding a lot of 
producing a lot of products and it sounds like you guys recognize in order to do that you have to use technology so what let's make friends with it you know let's implement it let's embrace it because our goal is to deliver the organic product at an affordable price right there's like yeah. a kind of still that that um you know mentality that organic is more expensive than conventional but really when you look at the stores right now there's there's a lot of options right yeah. and organic is getting kind of more affordable and that's our goal we want our consumers to always choose the organic yeah, mm-hmm. and you guys are doing that from every aspect you know you're cutting costs in areas but um, because the way your facility is set up you're able to do that if anyone ever has a chance to come and do a tour like they have to um a question that I really thought would be cool to kind of ask you just on the management side and we've talked a little bit about this but what advice would you give a new food safety manager or director? And again, I think we had those conversations even during the public vision program. I think that question comes up a lot, right? Yeah. Like for me, I think the 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 best advice would be um, to make sure that you like you need to understand that food safety is not just black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always some gray area, and you know that's something that comes, I think, with experience. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I could definitely uh, speak about myself. I mean, when I started my career, I was definitely just looking at the SOP. And if somebody didn't follow the SOP, you know, <laughs> that was the problem, right? I yeah. didn't see the, the bigger picture and how you can adjust your operations or some of the, um, you know, day-to-day um, issues that, you know, facilities are uh, facing, uh, not just in the fresh produce, but in general in the food industry. Um, and kind of help guide the teams to, go, um, you know, address those issues, not just, again, looking at the procedure that's written, but what are other options, right? Again, there is a lot of gray in, in food safety world. And, and um, working with, with all the departments, don't focus just on food safety. Like, make sure that you understand, uh, you know, what operations um, is doing and how they view what you're telling them from the food safety and quality standpoint, you know, from sales, from maintenance, you know, how, whatever you're telling them to do, how, how would that affect their jobs, mm-hmm. right? So, again, I think, um, you know, in my benefit was that, you know, I spent a few years in the manufacturing uh, world and I was, I was on the floor. I was yeah. trying to learn as much as I could from operators and uh, now growers and, and sanitation teams you know, how they clean, um, you know, how they grow the product and what chemicals they use and things like that. So, like, the more depth knowledge you have about each job, then you um, are more, you'll get more successful implementing um, different programs and policies related to food safety or sanitation. There was so much good in that. And I wish we had time to unpack all of it, but I pull out with the, the black and white um how you said mm-hmm. I'm a very black and white person I'm like this is what the rule says this is what we do there's so many things that have to be different um that you have to treat differently depending on the line and the operation and the teams like you said so um that was great insight thank you for sharing I'm sure someone will get a lot from that um and the last thing I'm going to ask you this is just my favorite thing to ask people because I'm curious 
what's your favorite part of your job? My favorite part of the job is, I think, again, working with people. I, I am lucky that, you know, I can on a daily basis work with sales and marketing and being involved in, um, you know, development of new products or labels or, you know, working with our customers. I mean, there's just a lot that's going on on a daily basis. And I feel like coming to work every day is like, I don't know what to, like, what to really expect, right? Like, I... I cannot really set up my schedule on a daily basis, and that's what makes my job very exciting and very uh, not boring, if I can say that. Yeah. So, um, because there's exactly like I would not be able to come and have the same schedule every day. So, um, being involved in um, a lot of different aspects of um, our company, that makes my job very interesting and exciting. It sounds like you have the dream job, Margaret. <laughs> Most days. Yes. It's not so much, but most days it sounds that way, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, of course, there are better and worse days, right? I mean, I think that's in every, every discipline. But, um, again, having a great team and uh, knowing that, um, you know, we always work together and we have one goal. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, I mean, that's what keeps me coming every day. <laughs> share that i love it well thank you so much for being on the cream of the crop we're so excited just when we get to talk to people that are true leaders in the industry like you it just it makes my heart warm and everyone that listens i'm sure is going to enjoy this um i will keep in touch with you i'm sure i'll see you at a show here soon but thanks again for hopping on thank you so much for so appreciate it Thank you for joining us today. This podcast has been a presentation of Has Media, copyright 2022, all rights reserved. Be sure to follow us on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at Highland Ag Solutions.